Is this the one and only Camille Abbott? It is, Judd. How are you? I am absolutely fantastic now that I'm speaking with you, but more importantly, how are you? I am great. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. It's such a pleasure to speak with you. I absolutely, as Don knows, um, I love working with you. We love working with you. So thank you for the opportunity to work with you. And again, thank you for the, taking the time to speak today. I know you're just a tad bit busy being one of the most exceptional leading luxury realtors in the amazing uh, market of Austin, Texas with Cooper Sotheby's International Realty. Well, it has been, um, I have to admit, it has been an amazing ride since 2020. Uh, That's a good you way know, I have been in the business for a long time and I have yep. never experienced what we're experiencing now. And it's, and you just said it very well. Um, you said, you know, what a ride since 2020, yet then you ended the statement with what we're experiencing now. So this ride that started obviously with uh, COVID and the pandemic back around March, April of 2020 and continues to accelerate at an unprecedented level, right? I mean, you could have never dreamed in your already fantastic career prior to March, April of 2020 that, I mean, no one could have possibly described to you that something like this would happen. You couldn't, even if someone had said to you, okay, why don't you write out the greatest possible luxury real estate market that you would love to work in? I'm guessing you couldn't have <laughs> created a level at which you would dream that this would be, correct? Oh, definitely not. You know, um, when I got in the business, I wanted to sell a house that was a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And um, because that was a big deal. Yeah. And I remember going to a um, a conference, and there were two women sitting in front of me, and they were talking about that they had sold a million dollars worth of real estate that year because the average price in Austin, Texas was around $36,000. Amazing. And, you know, I was like, wow, if I could do that, I would be so excited. And, you know, now, I mean, well, that's non-existent. You can't even buy dirt for that. <laughs> right. and, you know, a few years ago, I sold a $10 million listing and I was like, okay, we have arrived now. And I have that listing on the market right now for 25 million. Amazing, and that is just amazing. It is amazing, it is amazing. And the most amazing part about that, it belongs to a friend of mine that I ate lunch with every day of my senior year of high school. Oh, <laughs> what a great story. <laughs> it is a great story and his wife, um, I took sewing class with in high school and um, it's just, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing house. And it just, every day something else comes on the market and our company, you know, in 2020, on the day that um, we were ordered shelter in place, I moved into a new house and moved my business home. I have always had a desk in an office, always, and could not believe I was moving everything home and it shut down, there was nobody on the streets. Our company, the amazing Jay Cooper, turned our company around on a dime. We went to Zoom meetings. Um, 
he brought in the leading economist in the state to talk to us. Wow. And he said, everybody better prepare because in June and July, and that was March 25th, that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, you better get ready because in June and July, there, there, there is going to be a pent up demand like you have never seen before. And he was on the money and we were prepared. And I got my house and my desk set up and, and I mean, talk about hit the ground running. We all did. And it has not stopped at that, all. That is really fantastic. You're the first realtor that we work with that I've spoken to, done podcasts with, that has explained a scenario like that where your um, your broker owner brought in an economist like that. How genius. It was. It was, um, it, it was, it was a stroke of genius. And the things that he said to us, I mean, happened almost to the minute that he's told us it was going to happen. Jay brought him back in in August and we clicked off everything that he said it was going to happen. And he told us what what was going to happen in the next six months. And it all happened. And it was amazing. And we, we put those podcasts out to our clients and they were all amazed as well. And the, the most amazing part about it, everybody keeps talking about, well, you know, at that time they said, well, you know, it's a bubble. And we right. kept saying, this is not a bubble. This is not going away. And the businesses keep coming into Austin. California has moved here in droves. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Google campus is here. Facebook is here. And they just keep moving. And now we have Tesla. Yeah. And all of the, I mean, all of the ancillary companies that feed into Tesla are here. And we have parts of Austin that all of us thought would, you know, never be part of Austin are part of Boston. We have people moving in from Seattle because they wanted to get out of what's going on in Seattle. And they've kind of moved out in the suburbs. I mean, I live in Dripping Springs, which is a suburb. And um, Dripping Springs was literally a one one intersection, little bitty town in the beginning, and it's far from that now. Thank you for, thank you, you're very well spoken, and thank you for explaining all that and telling that story. And one of the, at the core of that, which is at the core of obviously our conversation and, and what you do, is how magnificent of a market, quote unquote market, that Austin is. I mean, it's just such an, and it's such an amazing story many of the um, items that you just touched upon, of course, but then just what Austin's experienced, what it's achieved, uh, the culture, the obviously the luxury real estate, it's just, it really checks off so many boxes. Uh, and being in the state of Texas, it's just such an amazing market. And so how incredible for you to have built your amazing luxury real estate career in the great, the great city of Austin. It, it has been, and you know, I feel very blessed. I came here as a student at University of Texas, and um, my aunt was one of the first women on campus to be made a full professor. And um, so I've been coming to UT all my life. And then I, when I got here, I got the only job teaching high school theater. There were, there were only eight high schools, and I got the one job. And so I got to day and you know made a whopping six hundred dollars a month i got my first check and went oh dear there's this is a problem <laughs> and, oh, um, dear. <laughs> and 
And so I got into real estate and just absolutely loved it and went through three or four booms and busts. And like every real estate agent around that goes through a bust goes, please, God, just let the, let it come back. And I promise I won't screw this up again. <laughs> and um, so I'm here and just thank my lucky stars every day that I'm in Central Texas. And but at the same time, I'm like all the rest of us that have been here so long that have gone, wow, what happened to the little town that I knew? because it is now very sophisticated. There are places to go out to eat that I can't even begin to tell you all the places that are here. And I used to know every one of them. I mean, my husband and I have our favorite places to eat and those are really old school now. And it's just been, a, it's been wonderful to see what has happened. Lake Austin, I mean, that the waterfront is at a premium. I mean, it's amazing about that. And those were truly, so many of those tracks were vacation homes for people who lived in Austin and they were considered out of Austin and that's no longer the case at all. Amazing. It's just, it's such a great, I, I, I just, I love reading about Austin. I love obviously how, you know, you're giving me so much more insight on it, but it's just, it's, just, it's really one of the greatest growth um, stories in my opinion in uh, in the united states of america if not the world absolutely absolutely you know i have to throw in this little aside because i also had the good fortune of being on the board of the paramount theater and the paramount theater is one of 75 john epperson theaters left in the united states and back in the late 80s early 90s the texas commerce bank called a note that was due on it 150,000 and you know if we didn't save the theater it was going to be torn down and there was a group of us that we put our nose to the grindstone and we would make calls at night asking for five dollars to save the theater mm -hmm. and so we did save it and there's six of us past presidents that every year that we have what we call duck dinner and when we were doing all this and all this craziness, we'd always say, you know, we're saving this for our grandchildren and for generations of Austinites to, to come to and see this because Houdini performed on that stage, Catherine <laughs> Hepburn was on that stage. And Fantastic. so now it's all come full circle and we're into our 29th duck dinner and my granddaughter will perform on that stage this summer. And um, when I, when we set all this up for her, she's going to a camp and the last night of the camp, they'll perform on the stage. And I said, you need to be aware that your grandmother's name is on the wall of that theater. And there's a seat with your grandmother and grandfather's name on it. And, you know, we're just all so excited because that came to pass. And I've always, I based my career on giving back to the community that has given so much to me. And now my own granddaughter is gonna be able to do to be on a stage that I fought very hard for. And um, everybody still will call me and go, what's going on at Paramount? Well, I don't know, that's been 20 years ago or better. Um, but it's still a large part of who I am and what I wanted to always do with my career. And, you know, UT is still here, even though you don't go over there because there's a major traffic jam. <laughs> but still, um, it's just kind of wonderful to be a part of all of that. Again, so very well spoken and so well said. Those were obviously bullet points that I wanted to touch upon and ask you about with respect to the relationships 
that you cultivate and that you build so well and that you focus on and the giving back that you do to the community and such a beautiful story to really expand upon and touch upon all of that. So thank you very much. And I would imagine that it would be even, that there's a touch of even, even more meaningfulness with respect to the upcoming performance that you mentioned you're going to see. And the fact that um, from what I'm reading right now and doing my due diligence on you is at one point, and this circles back to what you mentioned you were doing at um, UT Austin when you got your first paycheck for $600, but you wanted to make your way to the Broadway stage at one point, correct? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it's near and dear to my heart. Um, no, I can't think of any better place to be than Broadway. And um, so I spent quite a bit of time since I, I didn't make it there. Um, I got to take my oldest granddaughter uh, this year before the theater shut down again in New York. We spent a weekend in New York going to the theater and she saw her first Broadway play, which I always, I feel like that um, you need to, even if you aren't on stage, you need to know about that. And you need to, to know uh, what wonderful things happen in the arts. And that's just part of being an educated person. So I got to take her and that was a wonderful, wonderful experience. We saw Hamilton. I had seen, I'd seen everything that I took her to, but she got to see it and loved it. And I kind of consider that as part of my legacy to my grandchildren. And um, I'm taking the younger ones to go see The Lion King at Bass, at, which is the theater at UT. And um, we have set up scholarships for students at UT in my name, which I'm really excited about, which will allow them to spend a semester in in New York City deciding if the theater is the place for them. But that the theater amazing. is very dear to my heart. And all of that happens because of my real estate career. And it all goes back to what I first set out to do when I got into real estate. So it, it's just a wonderful ride for me. And um, it just makes me happy. <laughs> what a what an amazing story. You're an incredible person, you know that Camille Abbott? Well, thank you. I you know, it's just what I do and what I love to do. And you know, in terms of performing, um, since I didn't make it on the stage, what I, I have um I have cutting horses and so um you know, in, in the show pen on a cutting horse, it's you and the horse and a string of cows. And so that's kind of like being on stage. For sure. And because um, it's a show, it's a show arena. And so that's my other love in life. And doing all of this allows me to do that. And I get to work with a world-class trainer and the kids all come to that and get to cheer Grammy on. And it's huge fun and it all meshes back together because through that, I've also gotten to work with ranch properties and horse people and horse people are like theater people. They're fabulous. They're just wonderful people. And all of this meshes back in to real estate because through that, I have people call and go, I know you have a great horse property in your back pocket. And sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, <laughs> but um, I still have the opportunity and so, I have this, I'm just very blessed that I have all of this coming together in this kind of perfect storm in this particular time in real estate. It couldn't be better. And I also have to say, your magazine, I, I got my copy and I just loved it. 
I just loved it, you know, and one of my, one of my kids was going through the publication I'm in or my grandchildren and they went, wow, this looks like Grammy. And her sister went, because <laughs> it is Grammy. She goes, well, I want to be in a magazine. I said, well, you can pay for a magazine too. And you too can be in a magazine. <laughs> well, th thank you very much for sharing that. And thank you very much for the compliment on uh, Elevated Magazine. I really, really appreciate it. And again, I'm, I am honored and humble and grateful that you are one of our amazing clients in the pages. And I love how you just discussed everything you just did and how it all does mesh together and just this perfect magnificent profound just prolific storm that has culminated and at the same time has been created by you with respect to again as you put it how you've meshed everything together it's how you have meshed together your passion for austin your passion for the arts your passion for your family and your grandkids and your and your friends in the community and to take all of them the performing and then to take all of that and be able to during this unprecedented time work with so many i can only imagine um incredible new of course and current but new clients coming into the austin market which you touched upon at the beginning with respect to those coming from seattle and california of course and whatnot and to show them this market that as you said, with respect to the um, the little side community that you live in, or was little, um, years ago had one you know one intersection, and now to show them this market that again is one of the, in my opinion, greatest greatest success stories, greatest stories in general of a market and a market's growth on the planet. It just must be so exciting and exhilarating, and it must be hard to sleep at night because you're so excited to get up the next day. It is. It is. And, you know, I am um, my my business is really relationship based. Um, I really I kind of like to bring people into my world. And I I think that um, one of the things that I do really, really well is listen. And um, people that I work with, they know this about me. And I've had people say, we want to work with you because you are so direct. And we know you're going to tell us exactly how things are. And I think that's, you know, it's a strong point and it's a weak point because, you know, some people don't want to hear what, how it really is. But, <laughs> that's true. Um, you know, it's the truth. It's the truth. That's human it's nature. The truth. It's human and, and that's who I am. And um, I, it's very exciting. And I, I have people that I have worked with for 25 years. I have one family that, um, I just closed on a house for one of them that I've known since he was five years old. <laughs> That's and, um, and it's just a very interesting story how all that kind of just kept on from generation to generation. But all of my business is relationship based. And I called one of them the other day and she said, she called me back and she said, I saw your name pop up and I knew I had to return this phone call and we just want to know how you are. And, and my husband had a stroke a year ago and she goes, we just need to know how you are. And, um, I said, well, I'm, I'm doing great. It's all great. And then her husband called me back and went, well, she got to talk to you and I didn't. And I was like, <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. That's very and cool. 
Um, I just love having all the relationships that I have with my clients and because um, they call and, you know, they call just to say, how are you? And I think that's pretty special. Or they'll call and say, you know, I know you're really busy. You probably don't have time to talk to me. Yeah, I do. I always have time to talk to people. And, um, you know, my dad uh, had a construction business in Houston. I'm a native Houstonian. And um, my mom and I always knew he built service stations for the old Sinclair. And we knew that if we stopped to get gas, that my dad was going to be in the service station for 30 minutes because he was going to talk. And um, I kind of got that gift to gab. And we used to, when my husband and I, we would travel and we'd get on the airplane and he would go, I know you want to get in the middle of that conversation, but don't. Don't say anything (laughs) to anybody. We we don't have time. And um, so I got that gift of gab. And I just enjoy talking to people and what they have to say. And it has served me well in the real estate business. And I do think listening is my strong point. And I tell people, you know, if I call you and say, bring your, bring your checkbook, I've got the house. I'm not kidding. Bring mm-hmm. your checkbook, I've got the house. And I may say, come look at this, humor me. It may not be exactly what you're looking for, but I think it's going to work. And if you don't like it, that's fine. Just tell me and we'll move on. But if I say humor me, I think it's got something that you want to see and you want to know about. And that's worked for years and years. And I would imagine that right now it's working at an even uh, greater accelerated pace day to day just in this market because with respect to, you know, inventory, uh, and the man on inventory and obtaining inventory, having the relationships that you have and the way you've developed them, you're able to have access to inventory that others wouldn't know about before they do and be able to, as you said, get your clients on the phone and say, bring a checkbook. Yes. And our company, um, we have a marvelous network. Uh, our agents, we have fabulous agents. And we have a network as well that we kind of know about what's coming up and what may not be on the market and um, what there's a possibility that it is. And so we have a really great network within that. And then the Austin agents, we've always been a little different um, than other cities in that the Austin agents have never really seen each other in an adversarial position we've all been friends forever and we've all been open to sharing and it's changed a little bit simply because you know we have new agents coming in and um it just changed a little bit but over the years we've all kind of worked together as opposed to being on different sides and it's it's been nice in that regard because we've been able to call up people and go hey i've got this do you have anything coming up and nine times out of ten the agent on the other phone will go yeah i do and um that's very unique wonderful and it's unique very unique i was just racking my brain trying to think of even one other market and you know leading luxury dealers within such, such as yourself, where they could make a statement like that. And there's absolutely not one. Yeah. And we have been told that before. And, and, you know, I also think it's wonderful that a couple of years ago we had our company sponsored, um, what was called the Texas networking event and you could invite agents from other places. So I invited, 
a man from New York City that I had met at our um, at the at a networking event that was put on by Sotheby's, and he had or has the uh, Woolworth building listed, all those condos there, and then a friend that was at Jameson Sotheby's in Chicago, and a friend from uh, Arizona that um, she works at Sotheby's there, and so we had this great little group of people, and they all came, and I had all kinds of swag bags and this kind of stuff, and we've all stayed in touch, and so it's really wonderful to be able to call up to New York and go, hey, I've got this, you got anybody? And they send me business and we talk back and forth and all those relationships are still intact. And it's friends as well as agents. And, you know, we touch base and I've got a little group of uh, Sotheby's agents up and down the West Coast that we try and get together once a month via Zoom and talk about what's going on. So I'm aware of what's going on on the West Coast and in Arizona. And obviously the West Coast is, you know, that is a target market for us here. And that's, I think that's one of the really nicest things about Sotheby's and that everyone gets together. And there's a ski-in conference going on in, um, I think it's Montana, right? Montana or Wyoming that's coming up in February. And I'm afraid of heights and skiing is not the last time I went skiing. I had to be skied off the mountain by the ski patrol. Oh no, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's not my thing, but um, I guess I think not. The networking available to Sotheby's agents is wonderful. Yes. Very well said. And I do love the, uh, the Sotheby's agents that we do work with and all of them do speak very highly of the networking and, uh, and, you know, with the group events such as the one you just mentioned up in the skiers, I will be laughing about that one for probably a few days. So thank you. I'm I'm actually an avid snowboarder, so I I can yeah. I I get the you know I've seen many people getting taken off the hill and the um, by the yeah. ski patrol. Fortunately, uh, it uh, <laughs> you're laughing about it, so it wasn't there. Uh, yeah, well, my kids all thought it was hilarious. But I, I did spend five days herding horses through the mountains in Idaho at a lope or a trot, so I'm not scared to do that. But I don't, I don't do snow and and small skis any longer. <laughs> I hear you. I understand. And uh, uh, but again, yes, the Sotheby's agents we work with, they all speak very highly of the networking, whether it's their own own mini groups that they've set up or the bigger, you know, company event groups. And Sotheby's just in general has such, you touched upon this quickly at one point, just has, I mean, the, you know, the marketing, the company does overall in the United States internationally is fantastic. The, um, the digital and the online and the search and just the um, the inventory components. It's really quite a fantastic, amazing company. And all of the most of the agents, such as yourself, for the majority, they you can just within a few minutes of speaking with them, I I can almost tell they're with Sotheby's because it's just it's a different caliber. Well, thank you, thank you. And um, you, Camille Abbott, are at. The highest caliber, and that's a fact. And I, uh, I say that in all sincerity. This is one of the greatest conversations I have personally ever had with a leading luxury realtor. So thank you very, very much for taking the time. I, um, I sincerely oh, appreciate it, and thank you for. Uh, is there anything that I, because I know I've got two minutes of your time left. Is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have, or anything that we didn't touch upon that we should have? 
Oh, no, I could go on for hours, but it's been wonderful. I've thoroughly enjoyed talking with you. And um, no, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you very much, Camille Abbott, Cooper Sotheby's International Realty in the amazing Austin market.